This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Lisa Swiftney. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 91 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, I have Zach Maluzinski with Mr. Handyman of Rochester Hills. Hey, Zach, how are you doing this morning? Hey, Lisa, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Let's start off by telling our listeners about your business. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I own a company called Mr. Handyman of Rochester Hills. Um, and it really, it's what it sounds like. We're a handyman company. Um, and there's, there's a lot of us. There's actually about 500 locations across the U.S. Um, the cool thing about Mr. Handyman is they're all independently owned and operated. Um, so you might go to California and find Mr. Handyman of, of Fresno for chance and different owners, different guys doing the work. Um, but ultimately everybody has the same end goal in mind is they want a great customer experience and they want to provide you with quality, um, exceptional handyman services for your home. That is amazing. And I know many, many people need a handyman just to come out and help with some of those smaller projects. Mm -hmm. But tell our listeners about your journey. How so, did you get started? This is one of those questions. I, I pre-read this and I was concerned because I could go on for about two hours um, and I, I don't have time. So um, really it, it started, um, I'll, I'll preface it with this. I'm a younger guy. I'm 24. So I'm pretty um, to be a business owner, but I started looking around different opportunities uh, when I was 18, right around when I graduated from high school, because uh, I always had this desire to to be the one that was owning a company to provide a good working environment for for customers to give good service and i looked around all different sorts of things um there was a point where i looked at different um gym franchises i looked at um other type of home maintenance uh companies what i found out really quickly was when you're 18 your bank account it, you think that you have a little bit more saved up and you actually did so I, I learned pretty quickly. I was naive back then that the money I had saved up was not enough to start a company, uh, but it got the drive started. It made me realize, okay, what's the process to get a company started? What does it actually entail? That gave me a few more years to, to develop those kind of personality traits, um, get to know the fundamentals of business ownership more while I was able to work on myself, get the funds saved up, get the plans ready um, before we actually pulled the trigger. So now you fast forward to actually, we just opened up this year. Uh, so August of 2023 is when we opened our doors. And part of what drew me to Mr. Handyman and what brought me here is I have a really big desire to have a company that has a good atmosphere for customers. And when you, when you talk to other companies, they're all about profit, which as a business owner, you should care about your profit. Uh, if you can't keep the doors open, it's not a good business. Uh, but this company... They really care about that, but also giving the customers a phenomenal experience and everything um, from their the documents that you sign coming into it, uh, from the way that they operate on a daily basis. It's customer centric. And that really drew me to this company because it aligned with how I believe um, people should operate. Um, and it was also in a field that I enjoyed to work in. Can you tell us any myths or misconceptions that you hear about in your industry? 
there's a lot. Um, and some of them I didn't learn until opening the doors. Um, there's one misconception that actually blew my mind to this day. It's hard to believe. Um, when it comes to the, the contracting world, especially the handyman field, 50% of people that apply for a role like this or that you actually hire to come into your home can't pass a background check. And that just it blew my mind uh, because you're hiring people to come into your home you're entrusting them to be in there with your property, um, sometimes your family, depending on what kind of work they're doing, and they can't pass a background check. Um, so that blew my mind. One of the things that I want to make sure people are aware of is that we take that very seriously. Everybody is uh, vetted and has to pass a background check. Make sure that you have someone who's trustworthy and reliable in their home working on it. Um, but then there's also the fact that not every company is the same. A handyman company is a very broad company. Uh, we do things from, we have people call us to hang up pictures in their uh, living room. And we have people calling us to do remodeling work. There's companies that have specialties and there's companies that have a really broad portfolio of what they do. The biggest misconception about us is while we are a handyman company, we're a licensed uh, building company, there's certain things that we actually, believe it or not, we can't do. <laughs> Major electrical and major plumbing, we, we do leave those to the licensed professionals. I've got guys that are very well versed in those categories, but they're not licensed. And we want the homeowner to be safe. So just make sure that when you're looking for a company, whatever your task is, do the proper vetting. Ask them, are they licensed? Are they insured? Are they bonded? Because ultimately, we want the customer to be safe, especially if they're going to be paying um, any sort of good money to have someone come out and do work for their home. That is very interesting about the um, the background checks. So that's good that you guys do that. That is important because you are in somebody's home and you are working with, you know, around their family. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, Zach, what do you like to do for fun when you're not working on your business? Um, I'm, I've been a musician my entire life. I really like to just uh, play around with music. Um, at home, I've got a little home recording studio, nothing crazy, but uh, sit down after a day, whether a good day or a bad day, and you can always go and just write something, um, make some sort of music, and regardless of what you do with it, whether you want to send it to someone else to listen to and have them give you feedback or just play around on the piano, that's always been a pastime for me. So I'm just a music fanatic. I love sitting down, playing the piano. Uh, I'm a drummer by trade. So that's, that's kind of my go-to and it's easy to get some frustration out on a drum set. If you had a bad day, that's always been my go-to um, messing around with music. That sounds fun. It is. It's an enjoyable pastime. So can you describe one hardship or life challenge that you rose above and can now say because of that challenge that you're better for and or stronger? Yes. Um, so as soon as I graduated, I enlisted in the army, in the infantry, and that was something I'd wanted to do my entire life. I loved it, but you can assume there were a lot of challenges that came from there. Um, you jump into something that you've never done before that has a lot of high standards, physically, mentally, emotionally, um, and it, it's, it's taxing. It's exhausting work. But I will say that, again, until I actually started my own company, I didn't realize how much that some of those things that I had to do in the army actually benefited um, my business ownership style. Because uh, quite frankly, owning a business is hard work. 
Um, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes and you have to have a nice level head to get through some of those things and you have to know how to respond. So if that's anything, I don't have a specific example, but just overall, I spent six years in and I had to learn how to respond to things that honestly weren't great situations all the time. That has been a huge benefit to owning this company in the, over the past few months here. That is that is very good. And I love your commitment that you have too. What is one thing that you wish our listeners knew about your business? One thing that would be awesome is people, how they get a hold of us, they call us over the phone. And I love that because there's so many things that are um, automated where they just send in a chat. You never have any personal communication and then someone shows up to do the work. Uh, we live in a really automated society and there's nothing wrong with that. There's benefits, but we love uh, personal interaction. Um, just know that the people that are here that are in the office taking phone calls that are coming out to do work on your home, they enjoy personal interaction and their goal um, from a company up level from our home office, which is actually based out of Dallas, Texas, to our office here in Rochester Hills, we want their experience to be met um, and exceeded. And if there's ever a situation where we fall flat or come short of the goals, I want customers to know that I care about that kind of stuff. Uh, so does my staff in the office. We love feedback. Never be scared to let us know if something didn't meet your expectations because we have what's called our done right promise. We want to make sure that everything is up to your standards and above. All right. Now you have our listeners intrigued. So they want to know how can they contact you? There's a few ways. So you can go to our website and that's going to be mrhandyman.com. That will automatically take you to our page because there's about four ones for different locations. But yeah, mrhandyman.com will take you to our landing page. From there, there's, a, there's several options. You're going to have our phone number up in the right-hand corner to call. I always prefer, if you can give us a call, do that. We want to talk to you on the phone. We'd like to hear your background, what's going on, what you need to have done. It's just a better experience for both parties. Uh, but there's also, there's a chat feature on there. If you're a little bit more um, crunch for time, maybe you don't want to jump on the phone, send us a chat. In the bottom right corner, there's going to be a little bubble that pops up with a little assistant. It'll just ask you a few simple questions. What do you need done? What's your address? So there's several routes, but ultimately, if you can give us a call, we love talking on the phone. It lets us know what you need done. You can send us some photos. We get a good idea. And it just makes the experience for everyone a lot better. That is great. Do you want to say your phone number? Yeah. And, you know, I was hesitant because this is behind the curtain a little bit. We actually have like 15 different phone numbers. And a lot of people, they'll actually call and be like, why do you have 15 numbers? It's for tracking purposes. So we know, did you call us because you saw a van? Did you call us because you saw an ad online? Uh, but a really good generic number for us that's on all our business cards and all our leave behind materials is going to be 248-479-4841. Again, that's 248-479-4841. Great. Well, Zach, I really appreciate you being a guest today on our Good Neighbor podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Lisa. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Rochester. To nominate your favorite local businesses, 
to be featured on the show, go to gnprochester.com. That's gnprochester.com or call 248 